So hi, welcome to Good Noise Podcast. If you've never loved, we're going to ask them some questions today. I'm going to start. So what inspired you guys to start the band, and what does the band name mean? Um, so how the band, you asked how the band started, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, so it's funny. Um, it kind of just started with me going to um, Squire and just saying, like, let's do some songs together. And we didn't really, like think anything of it you know it's just kind of it's kind of like i guess how dave Grohl and the foo fighters started similarly just like him recording some songs and like there was really no members it was just me and matt and um you know we did some tunes together we didn't know if it'd be more like solo kind of stuff or band stuff like i don't know i just had a lot of songs and i'm like let's just do something cool and sure enough we recorded four songs together and um you know it's more like wow this is like a this is how it came to be it's like a, a rock band this is awesome and um, and then I kind of just went and recruited people. Like I've known Jay, um, since I was like 14. Uh, he actually, I was, my first ever band was with him like way back, um, like ninth grade. Uh, his friend who I knew, like, we like, you need a guitarist. And he invited me and like, uh, yeah. And I joined his band back then, but we've been in bands together, um, growing up and I've known Shane since probably about the same time. Like. We weren't close but known him you know since like same scene in florida mm-hmm. yeah like he, he was in another band that would always play like shows we played or like um jay actually was a sound tech at like a small venue down here and like um i'd help him out and shane's band would always play there so like we always knew of each other like coming out um mm-hmm. and yeah that's that's kind of like how it came what about to the name never loved mm-hmm. so like it's funny um it doesn't really mean anything we're trying to figure out a band name and like i don't know i I feel like band names are just one of those things that just like clicks it's either cool or it's not and like Mm -hmm. i feel like a lot of band names never mean like foo fighters means like people fighting aliens or something like that like like jimmy eat world or like breaking Ben. like if you think about it there's never really any like meaning but i think the band kind of just like gives it a different meaning once they like associate their music with it so um, it, we kind of just like we're throwing names around in a group chat, and that one just stuck. Okay. I think like, too with names one. like the when you think about it too much, then it's like forced. It should just be something like, oh, well, the way, this yeah. is the band name. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. It was it was one of those like we we're just so fed up. We're like, all right, um, like we can't agree on a name. Like, what do we do? And like it was like the first one I think we all agreed on. So like that's kind of also why it's stuck. It's like for once everyone likes it. Cool, like. Yeah. Let's right. let's stick with that one, yeah. Let's use this one for sure. All right, solid. So, congrats on your newest release, Over It. How do you guys feel about the response to it so far? I think it's been really cool. Like, and it's really fun too. We got to do like the music video for it. Um, so, I think a lot of people like the response. We've been getting a lot of good responses on the video. It has fire in it. Mm-hmm. Just like we're destroying the room. So, I think it's been going really good. I'm excited to play that one live. Yeah. It's going to yeah. be fun. Um, yeah, it, it was. It's it's kind of ironic because I wrote that song. It must have been like pre twenty twenty, definitely pre twenty twenty. Well, and then like twenty twenty happened, so it's like, oh wow, like I guess this makes sense. <laughs> it's kind of like I didn't think it'd still be a mood, but I think we all kind of feel a little, you know, like what the hell is going on? Like this is weird. This year I'm over it. So worked out mm-hmm. nice but it's been great it's nice to get new music out it, this was like our first song we released in like about a year so it, it just felt really good to get some new art out there yeah yeah i don't know if anybody's told you this but it comes off as like an anthem kind of song like mm-hmm. 
I, I don't know. There's just some sort of vibe about it. So I appreciate yeah. that. I, I think we're kind of going for that too a little bit. Um, when it came to recording, like we we recorded, we did something a little different on this upcoming record um, where we kind of just like a lot of the choruses have like those extra like group gang vocals just kind of tucked underneath everything to give it that kind of like anthem vibe. Sing mm-hmm. mm-hmm. along. Yeah. All right. Uh, so can you tell me a little bit about your writing process and how it's changed since that first EP? Well, Shane and I get on Discord. <laughs> <laughs> get a couple White Claws. Um, no, but well, <laughs> it's so with the EP, um, it's it always like there's never one writing. Pro- now I feel like this is the most consistent like writing process that like when I say consistent, I mean like the this most like it. How do I say this? Like songs that always come about in different ways, and I think now um, is the we kind of have like a nice system set up uh, for mm-hmm. like the first time where it's like cool, like routine. But with the EP, it, you know, it'd be I wrote all the songs before anything was a band, so I, I'd be at home, um, have a little home recording set up, and you know, I would just go on Logic and record songs and demos just to have as reference. Um, and like it wasn't much of a oh what do you think of this let's change this because it was at the time just me um but now it's it's like uh i don't know shane you want to tell them about our little setup <laughs> well i think like what's different too is there's more hands involved now compared to like you know when cam was saying the band first started it was just him so now it's like you're getting more opinions from different people so i think that definitely like influences it a little bit and uh now what we've been doing is kind of these virtual like setups where cam can pull up his program here and i can hear it on this end and we'll just kind of go back and forth like in real time but like kind of like being in the studio but in different locations it's took a while to get to the setup but it actually works really well yeah we we were at trying to figure it out for a really long time there was like one day um because i guess that how we write it's like Either Shane will send me like a voice memo riff or vice versa, but like I I write everything like I kind of record it as I write type deal. Like mm-hmm. it's just I think it's easier to hear how the song could be because I I think a lot of our stuff is heavy production based, so it, you know just on a voice memo you're not really getting the full vibe of it. it like, yeah. Um, Don't so downplay like, voice memo. That's like the best recording app. <laughs> it really. <laughs> that's is. where all the songs start. <laughs> it is like that's. I think that's actually where over it started too. Um, but like I, I think like with being able to demo stuff out, it kind of brings it to life, and you can kind of see like, you know, it's not just the skeleton. You get all like the extra like details of the song and like the better idea of it. So we're trying to figure out for like a long time, how do we like how am i able to play this like how is it gonna be sorry how are we gonna make it so it's like we're in the same room together um you know with with COVID and everything and also shane and i live like three hours away from each other too so it's like a little bit of a struggle there but the system works really well like we found a way where it's like we're in the same room you know i can just be like yo what do you think of this and i hit my space bar and he hears back my logic session in real time and you know he's like we'll try this and i'll just plug in and record it real quick while you know we're on discord and or zoom or whatever and it's it's been a pretty cool system so far yeah all right sick so where's your headspace while writing over it kind of like now (laughs) to be honest (laughs) yeah like like, it was like a i feel like how everyone feels in 2020 was like my headspace um when i wrote it uh i don't know like 
<clears throat> you know, you have good days and you have days where it's like you just don't feel inspired or I don't know. You're just like kind of out of it, like weird vibes. And it was just like a weird period. I think at that time, like we were between tours and I don't know. It just stuff kind of felt a little stagnant and just like, you know, it felt boring. And like sometimes like when you're bored and there's not much going on, like you're kind of your head kind of wanders a little bit. And like mm -hmm. I was in a little bit of a rut. So I don't know. I just had that melody. I'm like, oh, this is cool. And like I remember just playing like the four chords. I was like, this is kind of cool, too. And, and I kind of just went with it. Um, and I, it's funny because I never finished the song in pre-production at home. I like wrote um the intro the first chorus it was done until like the bridge so like it was only like two verse two verses and two choruses and like mm -hmm. i don't know something about it felt like i don't know how to finish this like i i do know but i feel like i wanted it to be like the i don't know i just like i could have come up with a bridge or something else but something felt like i let me just wait let me sit on this and like i'll bring this to squire when we go to the studio and we'll kind of just figure it out there and, and that's when we finish the song and, and i think the bridge of that song kind of makes it um and that's when we like wrote that bridge and like that last chorus i feel like it wouldn't have came to be um if we didn't write if i wrote that at home also too nick um from all american rejects was in the studio with us for like the first week helping us out um and like oh. Oh, wait, wait, wait. wait wait are you just gonna breeze past that person wait Okay, sorry. Okay, yeah, continue. I'm sorry. Oh, sorry. No, it's, I'll talk. I have Nick stories. Oh, Nick. Okay. Oh, shout out to Nick. Um, but no, he was, um, so like just to backpedal, like we did some songs together, uh, uh -huh. some co-writes, but um, like just a little pre-context, like we were getting along so well and like vibed. I'm like, dude, you should just come to the studio with us when we're doing prepo and like we'll work on more stuff. And like, he, so he was there for the first week and I remember like we were like going through songs to pick for the record and over, he's like, I like this one too. I'm like, same. I'm like, we got to the bridge. We're like, what do we do? And then Nick just played these chords and I just started playing this lead. I'm like, there we go. And like, we just ran with it. But back to what I was saying, like when I wrote that song, I was in a rut and like, I didn't even finish it. Like, mm -hmm. cause I wasn't, I was in a rut and it was like hard to be creative. I'm like, this is cool. This is cool. Like, I don't really know. And I'm glad that I waited to finish that um, until we got to the studio and like had Nick um, write that. Uh, the bridge of that song is my favorite part. So mm -hmm. like, I think too, like being on the spot, like in the studio, like really helps because there's like this pressure, and you're like, I don't know. There's so much that can change too. That I feel like even what like some of the other Never Love songs too. That it just kind of happens on the spot. Just like whoa, like that was sick. Let's roll with that. Mm -hmm. So you guys prefer writing like in the studio under pressure instead of like having things ready for the studio, or at least um no not for everything so, just like some parts okay yeah like mm -hmm. like the way i look at it is i'd like to have a skeleton mm -hmm. done by the time we go in like i don't want to go and be like i don't got nothing and like luckily for us i think that's like i don't know i'm grateful that we never have a shortage usually it's the other yeah. way around usually we have too much we got to figure out all right what are we using and um but even if it's like cool i have this song and like this is like where it's at this is the idea. I think it's good to go in with that, like demo it out. And like, even if it's just like a chorus and a verse or something, because once that's done, I feel like you, you get the idea of the song and you can kind of build around it as opposed yeah. to like building up from like the foundation. I don't think we've ever went into the studio and like built up from the foundation, but I think that would be pretty cool. Um, maybe like for LPT or something. We just, we also don't have the time to do that. Like we had three and a half weeks to record a whole album. So it was kind of just like, okay, we just got to go. Um, I, I don't think we would have been able to do it if we had to like build up from the ground. Okay. But yeah, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, so what bands or artists' influences do you think you can hear the most on that new track? Oh, what do you think, Shane? Uh, it's like, I don't want to say like anything pop punk because I really don't feel like that represents like the band at all. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. It, it almost seems like over it it's kind of just taking something that was already there and just kind of reshaping it into something that felt like more raw and just Mm -hmm. like kind of digging deep into like what never love like really sounds like and you know what at its most core like this is what it is yeah i I do feel like it's a very authentic like i think it's like a staple nl track like and not that all of her songs sound like that, but I think it's like a nice, you know, like middle point, And then like you have songs around it. Like it's like the sun, I guess. In this, yeah. I don't know. Okay. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. But I don't know. Like, that's a good question. I never really thought about that. What, what do y'all think? Oh, man. I can't really think of any. I just kind of heard it and I was like, oh, this is a solid just track. I couldn't really place anything personally and maybe it has like that familiar sound like it's just like yeah. you can't place it but it's like oh i, I heard this yeah it sounds like that. something from like the 2000s like exactly maybe blink 182 or something i, I don't know mm-hmm. yeah weezer green day <laughs> yeah. weezer i could, I could mm-hmm. hear weezer in it for sure a little mm-hmm. bit fisher price shane <laughs> oh, no. all right i just have to throw this out um, there i want to shout out what's i don't know i have to go on <laughs> facebook some dude really really just I don't know. I'm sorry if you had a bad day, but I went on Facebook one morning and someone commented, um, and excuse my French, what the fuck? Sounds like someone <laughs> hit the button on a Fisher Price toy. I was like, who are <gasps> you? I was like, who <laughs> no. are you? Like, wow. Like, oh, like, yeah. like that's specific. It's not like a, this sucks or this, like, damn. Like, he really went after us. Like, yeah, you guys are Shout out to my dude. I hope he's having a good day today. So, yeah. So I hope he's uh, not all, better. Not all positives. We got some negatives in there too. Fisher yeah, Price toys. It's like you like spin like, the wheel and it's like goes new. And like I'm not gonna lie, like like I get it. People aren't gonna like stuff. I'm like this. That's like a really specific thing. And, like, exactly. I laughed. I'm like, yeah, it's what? almost funny. And it is. Like, it's like I'm not ouch. Gonna lie. Like, but also kind of funny. But exactly. also, I, you well, I would be <laughs> if I didn't think about it for like three days. I was like what like fisher price i'm like like who i I forgot about that toy brand like how who like that's whatever like a deep-rooted memory just like wow like like did he go to toys r us and just saw the song and he's mad i think they're out of business maybe he has like a baby he he, like has a bunch of fisher price stuff i don't know man and like i remember being like what like like it just randomly popped my head i'm like fisher price like how like, <laughs> like one day it hit me i'm like maybe and i'm like no 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 then like the next day i'm like wait a second like oh because like maybe there's like like a like a kids in the beginning like a school bell like i don't know like but i mean cool i guess like you know ages like we can be infant music and you know you want to yeah like, i think we should you know, do like ice cream music that's yeah like the next ice cream track, like, that's, that's the next toys. move like that's... you hear like over it but it's all like ice cream yeah that's yeah. Like, right there. Or something Lullaby exactly music. So if anything, it's a great idea of him, and I want to say thank you, Mr. Fisher Price, because now that's gonna stick with us. (laughs) Shane and I are gonna get a Zoom call and go on a business adventure. So that's what we're gonna do. We're gonna create (laughs) after this. All right. Wow. Okay. (laughs) Sorry. I just had to let that one out. I was like, huh. 
Fisher Price. Oh, <laughs> on the record. Wow. It, was, yeah, it was actually like, me that made that hate comment. All me. Oh, oh Shane. 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 Come on, Shane. God damn it. I knew it, man. Yeah. I knew when there was another Shane, I'm like, something's not right here. Yeah, not right. <laughs> this guy Something's looks like off. he knows Fisher Price. Exactly. <laughs> 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 okay. Shane. Wow. I'm just joking. It's crazy. <laughs> All right. Um, so on another route of this conversation, is there a certain feeling you want your listeners to have while listening to your music? What do you think, Shane? Not, Not Fisher, Fisher Price, Price toys. No. Yeah. <laughs> I think a lot of the vibe is like it's like sounds like upbeat, but then the lyrics are like kind of dark, and you're just mm-hmm. like, whoa! Like it's like this weird package. Like if you just heard it, if you're at like Target and it was playing, you'd be like, oh, this is like catchy. But then like you listen to lyrics, and you're like, oh wow, that's that's yeah, something every, else. <laughs> every time we release a new song, like I, one of my like I have a friend who texts me and like, hey, like. Are you all right? I just had to check in on you. I'm like, I'm Aww. good. I'm good, dude. Because the thing is, it's like, I think what I'd want to take out of it, well, I guess backing up, the lyrics are like slightly sarcastic. Like, they're true, but I think it's a bit of an over-exaggeration. And that's why I think over it is like kind of like the essence of like, I know a little bit, because a lot of the songs have that like, you know, it's not like, yeah, I wish I was dead. It's like, kind of wish I was dead, but like, eh, whatever. Like, I, I think there's this, what I would like to I mean, I guess what I'd like people to take out of it is whatever they want to take out of it, of course. But at least for me, um, you know, I, I think what I liked about certain artists and bands that, like, inspire me and, like, what I love about music is sometimes you hear a song and you just resonate with it and it makes you feel like, you know, like, okay, cool. Like, like this person's going through this as, as well. And, like, it kind of just, like, it's like a weird support system in a sense where, you know, you don't feel like you're the only person maybe going through something and it's like nice to hear other people's side of it. So I guess for me, whether it's a existential crisis song or a breakup song or a love song, which there's that on the new record, I know a happy never love song. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I guess I want people to just maybe relate to it or I don't know, like we're all on this together kind of thing. This uh-huh. weird journey of life. Mm-hmm. Hey, very cool. Wholesome. I just spilled my water. Um, oh no. Oh, fuck. Um, so how do you guys feel about the growth from your first EP until now? That's a great question. Thank you. Um, Shane, I feel like Shane has a good outside perspective on that. Cause like, since you like joined in like right after the EP and it was already written, like it's hard for me to, I don't know. Sure. I guess I'd have to think guy. about that, but I feel like Shane has a cool, like, cause he was like, on, he had like that outside perspective at first. So I feel like you probably have a good idea. I think, I mean, I was like really into it. Like as soon as it came out, it's just like, even though I like knew the guys, I was like, this is awesome. Like they came out swinging with like the label and the video. It's just like, you know, I always really thought it was important to kind of what other bands just like kind of community and this and that. But I think with the, from the EP to now there's like Cam was saying that there was the band just started. So now there's been the tours, like, I mean like five or six tours now. So I think more mature in a sense where like there's more experience so and now that cam knows that this is like a band it's not just a solo project or you don't know what it is i think that kind of puts it in a different perspective going into like the new record where you're like all right i know like that we're a band and this is kind of where it's going it's not just a solo project so i think a lot of that has changed and i think also probably even like writing songs that you know that you're going to play live like i'm going to do this part or i'm going to do it like this kind of thinking about like the live performance of it too for sure and and i think something to note like now that i think about it 
um with the ep and like when i say the ep i like to include the other two songs like they're not part of the ep but like for me it is like they're they're on the vinyl yeah they're on the vinyl they're all recorded like um at the same time kind of but i think with the ep it's a little more like what is this band because you have like some darker songs that are heavier and then you have some more like poppy tunes and like i think when you have a small like platter of that it's kind of harder to dissect like it, it might seem more like this band kind of doesn't know what they want to do but with the record um you know since we have more songs it, it kind of like reassures that identity of like well that's just their thing they have, have you know heavier songs and then they have lighter songs just like you know bring their eyes and has heavy songs they have lighter songs and like i, I think so the growth from the ep to the lp is it, it, it kind of like reassures our identity um a little more with all those different songs since we we have a past of doing that and now we have more songs to do it on this record whereas in the past it might have seemed like mm, don't know what we're doing because there's a breakdown in one song and then the other song's like you know like poppy yeah fisher <laughs> price exactly price, that's yeah. our brand baby fisher price yeah you're just gonna own it get a sponsor put that on i know exactly. he could have just down. like bought us all a house shane i don't know like yeah. i think we should also get like a sponsor for like sour patch kids like sour yeah Spike. you know there we go that'd go. be iconic look at all these yeah. ideas floating through you yeah i'm, I'm businessman here what yeah. can i say there we go <laughs> yeah oh you'll love to see it uh so you guys are supposed to go on a tour uh with armor for sleep in 2021 how did that opportunity happen that was a really well. We bought on for a hundred thousand dollars. A hundred million dollars. <laughs> we don't. Of we course, yeah. Course. We don't. We don't work hard, uh, no, and we just buy onto everything. Cash. Mm-hmm. Our parents are millionaires, of and course. yeah. So like you know, we just cheat the system all the time. This music um, thing's easy. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Cam's dad's actually um, in a very big band. We won't say which one, but yeah, mm-hmm. he's in armor. Very popular. <laughs> <laughs> Well, they they got divorced. My parents and my mom married Elon Musk. So like, there's also <laughs> here that. we are. Um, your, but... your mom is Grimes. Yeah, oh, that's oh crazy, God. bro. My little brother's like X twelve fifty five, whatever. Like freaking ER five. Yeah. Um, but but in all like it's like not to be fucking around, but um, we actually that was like a pretty slow play. Like that was like something that was in the works for like three years, two Damn. years before they wow. even knew they were gonna do a tour. Like, um, when we first showcased for Equal Vision, like, I was like, holy shit. Like, that's, like, to back up a little bit, um, that record that we're going on the tour for, like, their record, mm-hmm. it, I actually have a poster of it right here. Like, one of my favorite albums of all time. Like, that's so big cool. Kid you not. Like, yeah. I used to listen to that religiously. Like, high school, like, like, so when we got that, like, finally got that confirmation, I was like, holy shit. Like, whoa like it still doesn't feel real um but so when equal vision came down to showcase us i remember like one of the first things like you know we're all hanging out like talking to each other for the first 10 minutes and like within 10 minutes i was like so you signed armor for sleep he's like yeah i did i was like i like them (laughs) i was like (laughs) one of my favorite bands like i like i made it very clear i'm like yo it's like one of my like i was like whoa like I don't know if I was more like, holy crap, Equal Vision or like, holy crap, like Armor for Sleep's label. You know, like it was like one yeah. of those like, um, I don't know, I was like fanboying a little bit. Starstruck. Uh, yeah. yeah. So like, you know, for the longest time I was like, I, you know, I've made it clear. Like we, 
it wasn't even like a tour thing. It's just like I love that band, and like our um, one of the A and R's at our label like knew I loved that band. So every time we stopped and visited them on tour, he'd always give me like some different memorabilia that he'd hold on to just for me like Aww. he held on to like a recurrent of like one of their cassettes that's like one of 50 and he kept Ooh. one last one he like went to visit and he's like here i kept this tree he opens his drawer and i'm like holy shit he gave me like a limited edition vinyl like he'd always oh. like we'd always talk about armor for sleeve like every time we saw him somehow it'd come up like i don't know um and then uh you know we kind of got like word he's like yo i'm going to you know um see i think saves the day was doing like a 20 year of through being cool which like also crazy to be on the same label as that too and all right and i was like yeah like i'm gonna be meeting up with so-and-so from armor i'm gonna see if they're interested this is like a year before the 15 year and like i'm gonna see maybe if they're interested in doing some things you know and like no promises but like if they are like i'm i'm putting you right like i know how like we'll make sure to get you on it type deal it was like <laughs> awesome um because, like, we'd always, I'd make that joke, like, when we first signed with them, like, you know, if Armor ever does a 15-year, you know, like, like just always just subliminally dropping it. Like, in this, like, somehow manifested, because at the time, they weren't, there was no talks of that, like, whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, like, um, and then it kind of just materialized from there, and then it turned into, like, yeah, I think, like, they're interested in doing it. And then it's, like, yeah, they are doing a 15-year tour. I'll see if, you know, we're going to, whatever. And, like, it was just a slow build, and then I remember... Um, it was actually when we were recording the LP and the only normal part of 2020, which is January. Um, our label came to just stop in and, you know, check out the progress of stuff. And, like, we all went out to dinner that night. Um, and I remember there, um, our A&R, she told us, like, hey, you know, um, just wanted to say it's not set in stone yet, but, like, y'all are, like, number one on, like, the short list for the Armor for Sleep tour. I was like, holy shit. Like, shit. which is, like, checkmate, you know? Like, at yeah. that point, it just, like, why not? You know? And, like, um, obviously, it's their decision, too. And mm-hmm. there's a lot more parts. So, Dan from um, Equal Vision, you know, talked to Ben from AFS, and he's like, I think you should bring this band out. Like, you know, I think they're, they're like the next y'all for this or whatever. I don't know, like some whatever. And, and he, they all really liked us. And, you know, they, they wanted to, I guess, so to speak, like pass the torch on um, and like help us out and help out Equal Vision too. And like they like our music and they, they like us too. And so it just worked out great where like, you know, EVR talked to them and they liked us. And like it just worked out you know that we got on the tour which is great for two hundred thousand dollars so yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah it was, it was a long, it was a long process yeah. it's still like so surreal to me to be honest because it's one of my favorite records of all time like yeah. like top three so it's like holy shit like i remember before never loved was even a thing like i wanted to go see them do the 10 year and i couldn't and i was like oh they're not coming to florida like oh i don't want to go to boston oh it's sold out i'm like damn i I hope I get to see them play that record. Like, that's all I wanted, just to yeah. see them. Like, let alone, holy crap, I get to play a show with them to, yeah. holy shit, we're, we're supporting them on this record tour. Like, yeah. I don't know if I'm more excited to see the record every night or to play. I don't know. <laughs> like, <laughs> but, but um, yeah, so it's it's awesome. I'm super grateful. And, and I remember, like, Shane was like, we were all like, holy crap. You remember sending the email to everyone? Like, yo, we got it. <laughs> yeah, that's literally so insane. I hope uh, I hope it gets to happen. Yeah. Come whenever it's supposed to kick off in 2021. Yeah, so. Yeah, it's well, it's it's gonna be in May. It's like hard to tell 
but you know, I mean, at least we got time to figure out what's going to be going on. So I'm optimistic about it. Um, you know, there's time. It's only August, so we'll see. Yeah, I've just seen they like announced like EDC. It's like sold out instantly, and that's like in March or something. So that's mm -hmm. like a good sign, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Sold out festival. Yeah. Yeah. So I think I'm hopeful. Shows have got to come back at some point. Music industry yeah, depends exactly. on it. So it does. Yeah. yeah. Um, R.I.P. So you guys keep on talking about this album. I have to ask, uh, is there anything you can tell us about it? Yeah, for sure, Shane. What do you want? To, what do you want to hint? I want uh, to know uh, anything you can tell Let's us about. Let's spill some tea, man. I'm down to spill some tea. Tell us everything. Yo. I would say there's definitely a good amount of tracks on there, especially 14. compared to like yeah. Four, okay, fourteen. I mean, with the like EP, that was just four. So I think now it's you're gonna really see what Never Loves about with it, especially like we we're touching a little bit on. There's so many different sides to that. When you have more songs, I think that really opened a lot of doors. Like, let's try something heavier, heavier here. Let's try like a pop song here. You know, so I think it's gonna be very diverse. Mm -hmm. I'll say that it's yeah, it's really really diverse for sure. I can get behind that. There's some songs in there that, like, I feel like, I think every song on it works. Like, that album can't exist mm -hmm. without other, like, like if one song was not on that record, it just wouldn't work um, okay. because of, like, that amount of, I feel like one song could not be on it. I don't know, but I love it. But, like, every I always forget it's on that. Like, every time I hit track 12, I'm like, oh, yeah, this one. Like, I always forget <laughs> it's on the record. Yeah, um, it's going to be, like, one of those things where it's, like, you really want to listen to it, like, front to back. Like, if you have it on vinyl or mm -hmm. something, that's going to give mm -hmm. you, like, the true, like, experience, I think. Because yeah, a lot of like, the songs, like, kind of go into each other in a way. Like, you're kind of ending this vibe and going into somewhere else. So I think the transition between, like, the, I don't know, it's, like, two different ends of, mm -hmm. like, this, you know, and just kind of meeting in the middle, I would say. Mm -hmm. But Yeah, I think, too to touch on what you're saying shane is like if you pulled like two songs out side to side and like from that record and listen to him you'd be like what the f this is not the same band like mm -hmm. not that like not that like oh it, it still sounds like a never love song like we still have like we make sure to have through lines and everything but like it's just like you know you can't the heavy song and the acoustic song from the record like you're going to be really confused so like that's why um i think like that record can't exist with one song was off of it um and like something cool too is we like very like we made it a point to have a very distinct side a and a side b like totally mm -hmm. like like almost like you know the upside down from stranger things you know it's just like alternate universe um yeah and like i don't know i love side a but i think side b is my favorite it, and it's funny because like side b it's no singles it's all like it's side all a is like stuff. all the singles yeah like all side a is like all the singles and like you know the little more i guess upbeat stuff kind of like how the ep was structured or the vinyl um like on the vinyl we have where do i go from here dead inside and, and goddamn on one side and then you have like charged gone and down on the other so it's like similar format um for sure but our next single, um, I, there is one side B single, um, mm -hmm. is actually a side B track. It's the heavy song. Ooh. It's the heavy song. But yeah, um, I don't know. I don't even know what I'm talking about at this point. But anyway. <laughs> All right. Sorry. Um, no, it's I'm, okay. All right. Yeah, it's exciting. All right. So. Oh, 
I was going to say, touching on what you were saying, we did um, something else, too. I, I forgot. Like, I can't believe I forgot this. But um, this is, like, the first. And it wasn't due to, like, lack of shortage or, like, we can't write music. Like, we have plenty of songs, like, always can write our mu own music. But more so just to kind of, you know, touching on diversity again, just get an outside perspective and, like, you know, outside taste that might spice up, like, all the tracks. Um, we did do some co-writes for this record. Hmm. Um, one, two, three, four, to be specific. Um, and again, not that we had to, but I, I was, you know, asked, would you be into that? And I was like, yeah, I think that'd be great. You know, not even so much to have a great song, but like, you know, you get to learn from people and like, yeah. I don't know, I like working with other people. It's you always get a different perspective and maybe you learn new things all the time. So we wrote three songs. Well, Nick, we wrote three. I wrote three songs with Nick from Rejects in Nashville before the record. And then when he came in to help out, like he kind of helped us finish too. Um, but so I guess technically five songs, we wrote five songs together, but like it, I guess I don't, he has writing credit on it, but like we, the way I look at it, like we wrote a song together. It's like, we started from scratch together. Yeah. Not like a cool. What do you think we should add here? Kind of thing. So like, mm -hmm. I would say we did, um, you know, we wrote three songs with him and then we wrote one song with Mark, um, from a band called the Shens too. So that was wow. pretty neat. So it was interesting getting those co-writes on there because it, like, I think it gives it a little bit of a different flavor because it's not just coming from us. It's like a little extra, extra outside perspective, and it kind of like it's cool. Learned a it lot helps push the boundaries of like what we're already doing and just kind of mm -hmm. like sure. help bring it somewhere that you know, especially when you're working on a track all day. You know, it's good to get like a fresh pair of ears. Like, oh well, maybe you know, things could be I different. Some more tea. Um, the poppiest song on the record like it's really poppy we wrote with nick um and then like the most rock and roll song we wrote with mark from the sins it it's interesting like we definitely pushed the boundaries on those co-writing sessions i think that was the whole point was to kind of just like go outside the box from like what we usually do yeah wow all right i'm looking forward to this album dude okay um Same. i'm gonna listen to it after this <laughs> After our Fisher Price meeting, <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh no. wait, yeah. Get get Mr. John Fisher Price on the phone right now. Right now, bro. I'll send him a Zoom link. But if you do like some crazy like like stock market fraud, where like you just buy like a shit ton of stocks in Fisher Price, and then like, <laughs> then we'll do that business idea, you know, mm -hmm. and then like, boom, now we're like triple banking. Yeah, exactly. And then we can buy onto another tour. Yeah. Oh my god, true. easy. You guys easy. could be on the yeah. My Chem tour. Yo. Uh, I heard it's pretty cheap to get on that. I'm not gonna lie. I got mm -hmm. tickets for it, so I'll be there no matter what. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but like, if you're gonna be play, like, oh, like... I can't play this show. I'm gonna be in the audience. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. I'll fill in for you. Okay. Yeah. Well, you Shane told me you don't play guitar. You don't, you don't have to play. Everything's backtracked. Yeah. You don't play our That's true. That's course. true. So if you guys pay your way on, you're not. Yeah. Like, you're not yeah. even yeah. asking. Yeah. You can just stand on. I can just stand. And then we plug in our iPod, and then we hit play on the iPod, and it's you know. You stare at the crowd. Yeah. Yeah. Pretend like exactly. we're playing. Exactly. <laughs> Maybe even not even that, you know, just kind of look there. <laughs> <laughs> we try. You yeah. try. Just a little. All right. We uh, just get the Kemper for the looks. It's not actually like coming out. Like yeah. there's no sound. Actually, exactly. a lot of bands do like the dummy cabs and stuff. Like when you see a band and they just have like so much gear, it's like a lot of it is actually fake. Bro. I get it though. Like you don't even really like technically. Like Warp Tour, there's like 20 cabs on there. It's like. You're really using like two. <laughs> yeah, like we don't we don't even really need cabs to be honest because everything's like coming through the front of house, but it's more so just to like. Well, mine's coming know, out of the iPod. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> Duh. Oh, sorry, I have a Zune. 
a zoom a zoom oh okay a zoom. yeah oh, is that God. what those are called i'm surprised right? if y'all know what a zoom is yeah dude i used to have one Wait, really yeah jay had one for a longest time he was always like oh, screw ipod zoom he like, also okay, has, has an android i feel like it's like goes yeah. hand in hand yeah like, there's like yeah. people who just hate apple products for no reason i don't know yeah. like i hope they know, get better it, soon yeah yeah true um but i'm sorry i think you're gonna ask something and then like i started talking <laughs> about that as well. so sorry to interrupt that you're oh right. no it's okay that was a, i enjoyed that okay um so where do you guys see the band in the next five years fisher nashville. price fisher price yeah. of course well obviously. nashville too mm -hmm. i don't know we want to move at some point um out of florida um i don't know well you know i think ideally uh in a perfect world hmm you know, we we do this Arm for Sleep tour as scheduled in in May. We release the record probably around that time. Um, sucks we have to sit on it for so long, but it's better to wait and and do it when things are kind of normal again. Then release a record, and it's like we're stuck at home. Come watch us stare at a fucking phone screen on IG Live and play acoustic <laughs> in our bathroom or something. Like I don't mm -hmm. know. No hate, but like it just it sucks not being able to tour and like make new fans and and um, you know new connections and stuff like that but i think we released the record next year and we tore off of it um you know and kind of get our name out there get our feet off the ground become more of like a household name um and i think we do a second lp and i think that's like you know cool like we're a real band now we can headline mm -hmm. and now shane and i are living in nashville and we have Fisher Price commercials and boats now and we don't have to buy on the tours even so though we're in like, nashville great. we still have a boat yeah, and we a have yacht. a boat. We want so our goal is to eventually be able to afford boats and then a yacht. The yacht's pretty like hard, but at uh -huh. least a boat. I feel okay. like Fallout Boy could like buy like a yacht. They they have yeah. yacht money. I, well, I think they like, have I plenty mean, of rock. Yeah. Well, with I mean, like, all the connections you guys have, as long as you mm -hmm. stop buying your way on tours, yacht no problem. Yeah, it's exactly. Shame. We could buy a boat. We could just say screw this right now. No one said it tours. had to be a nice boat as long as we have <laughs> a little canoe. <laughs> Well, maybe, maybe I know I made we it. could get we could get one of those Fisher Price toy boats. Oh boat. my god! Please, that's a boat. Yeah, I can, it like, is. Take a close Isn't that like a thing you say? You say toy boat fast like ten times. Toy boat, toy boat, toy boat. Fuck, I can't. Do it. Toy boy. <laughs> um, but like, yeah, I think that's the goal. In five years, you know, a boat and a yacht. Yeah, we're not mm -hmm. like doing five this years. to just you know like cool. We want to like be in small rooms not because we're like oh it'd be rock stars but like it'd be cool to like you know leave a mark um and like the music legacy and like be you know how all american rejects was and like be like one of those bands that makes kids want to be in a band you know like that's always been a goal of mine like there's so many bands i'm like damn like this makes you want to like it had such an influence on me it's like i would just love to have like you know it'd be cool if i could make kids want to play music or yeah inspire them to be in a band one day like i think that's the end goal Mm -hmm. That's very wholesome. I agree with that. Yeah, that was very wholesome. I hate to do this, but for the last couple of questions, we're oh, going to shift away from the wholesome and go straight to death row. Yeah. So if you're on uh -oh. death row, shift away from what? The wholesome, the wholesome oh, and the music, wholesome. and go straight to death row. So if you're Damn. on death row, what would your last meal be with a drink? Yo, I always ask this question. This is great. Flaming on medium rare. I have uh me vegetable medley, garlic sautéed, okay. um, truffle fries. I'll probably mm -hmm. have some Brene sauce, peppercorn sauce. It's wow. got to be a big fillet, too. I don't want, like, a little six-ounce petite one. Uh, like, maybe, like, a 10 or a 12-er. Um, mm -hmm. A nice bottle of wine, Cabernet, specifically probably Hall. Um, 2018, cellar, cellar, or cellar. Uh, 
Yeah, that would be my last meal. I love Somebody tells me you've thought about this before. Yeah, I have. Sometimes <laughs> shit happens. I think I would like, have to choose like Cheesecake Factory, the Chicken oh, Madero mm-hmm. with some <laughs> cheesecake. So, just cheesecake like also Russian roulette, too. any of them. Just like mm-hmm. throw a dart on the wall and I'll take whichever cheesecake. Okay. And uh, I think I would want to keep the drink. Maybe like if I had an option, water. Mm-hmm. And a white claw, okay. and a white claw. Okay, right. and Which it has to be a mango. Flavor? I if I have to go, I would like to keep it real and go with the mango okay. claw. Also, just a side note about white claw. I ha- the greatest thing happened to me earlier today. Um, <laughs> oh really, Shane? You got to try this. Um, well, yes. Uh, so they served. I asked for a white claw. Mm-hmm. Got a white claw, mm-hmm. and they gave. They're like, "Do you want it on ice?" And I'm like, "Whoa." I mean, like, when you go to restaurants, soda's usually on ice. You know, like, I'm like, yeah, it's, it's really hot in Florida. That could be nice. And, like, they gave me this wine glass oh, wow. with ice. So I'm drinking lemon White Claw on ice out of a wine glass. And I just felt like I was drinking, like, a really good Sprite Zero. It was so refreshing. Yeah, that sounds dude. really nice. Wow. I felt liberated. Oh, wow. It One was time they great. gave it to me, like, the can with a straw in it. And I was like, what? Oh. Just wasteful at that point. Like... Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Also, like, honorable mention for last meal uh, is the dumpster zinger mountain oh. melt from Millerville House. It's not called a dumpster melt. It's called a mountain melt. Zinger mountain with, like, melt. Zingers. It's like boneless chicken. They give you this plate that's like, like, fuck. I don't even know. What's a good point of reference how big this plate is? Like a foot? Like... It's like, like um a, a circle but it's like the it's like the rim of a basketball hoop size plate. Wow. Like, okay. It's pretty big. And like it's fries, like melted cheese, scallions, bacon, these zingers, and it's just this pile of like It's carbs like the worst thing you can think of all in food. one plate. <laughs> it's like yeah. two thousand something calories. Holy yeah. shit. And it's Jesus. like twelve bucks. Dude, they, now they have it's a zinger mac and cheese. Uh-huh. It's like twelve or thirteen bucks now. They and you can get them tossed like a wing sauce. I always get like the super hot one because I'm a nut job. But like, um, <laughs> they have this like, this this like new one now, which I didn't know. And I'm I'm gonna have to come out of Zinger retirement for this. Um, they have this new one where it's like a Zinger mac and cheese. I'm like, what? And it's twenty four hundred like, calories. Oh my god! It's like a day and a half. So, of yeah. Calories. Also, like fun fact about the over it video. Um, when we went up to our cinematographer and shout out to A Flux studios and bobby keegan and jake and joey they're literally the best they've done all of our videos like best people if you are listening to this and need someone to do videos and so happen to live in florida hit them up um but we went to go ch- he has like a new space um and we went to go check it out and like have a meeting and talk about like what, what we want to do for the over it video and like after we went to ale house mm-hmm. and i think it was the last time i ever had a zinger mountain melt we all had one and we were all like dead we were like falling asleep <laughs> like at the table like just yeah. all felt terrible like i was like so out of it and i was like oh my god like my body's like ah, i gotta stop everything else and digest all this and like mm-hmm. i still had I to drive home was, on like two hours just like oh my god not, i did not feel it was good like the itis times three thousand. um and i remember i was so dead that day but luckily i was wait. i ordered this guitar from france like two months before that and it just i don't know where it was and i thought it was like gone I was like, okay, I guess it's never coming. And like, I was like so dead and I was dragging my feet. And like, my like dude downstairs was like, yo, you got a package. And I'm like, what? And I saw the guitar. I was like, 
instantly woke up. So uh-huh. If it wasn't for that, I would have been like dead the whole day. Yeah. But it was, uh, yeah, Zinger Mountain Belt, honorable mention for last meal. Yeah, okay. I think if we were all together and we were just going to die at the same time, like, yeah. I don't know if that's like a situation, then I think. Yeah, like if it's a If it was all a never row, loved and we were, you know, so it's like if I was solo on death row, Cheesecake Factory. But if we're mm-hmm. dying together, Mountain Melt. And Mountain a Michelob Melt, Ultra. Mick Gold. Well, Mick Ultra <laughs> Mick Gold, Gold, yeah. Yes. That's, and that's, uh, we got to insert a word for our sponsors. Uh, we're not sponsored by Mick Ultra Gold, but if you're listening to this, you should. And if you're trying to drink a very good, refreshing beer that is low calories and low carbs and that high in content <laughs> and it's refreshing, look no further. And you're up It's age. organic as well. It's organic. So, like, oh. you know, it's like vegan water. Oh, my God. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> All right. All right. Um, it's like, yeah, it's like, it's like a, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, I imagine we're at like Chili's when it's happening for some reason. I know it's like Miller's Ale House, but I imagine we're like, it's going to be Chili's oh my and they're just God. like, this is it guys. That, that happened to us in the last video shoot. We're like, we had like a cabin, but we stayed at hotels. There was like team A and team B and I ain't staying in the middle of a cabin. So I was at the hotel part, but like other people were at the cabin, but we like woke up in the morning and we were like in civilization. Like we were in Gainesville. The other, um, the other cabin was in the middle of nowhere. And we had to go like pick up the people because we were done with the video shoot. But we went to a Chili's and it was great. It was a great time. Shout out to Chili's. Right. If you're yeah. listening, Chili's. Sponsored. We got we got we got a lot of lit. We got Mick Gold. We got Fisher Price. We got Chili's. We got. Yeah. Um, I mean, we got to hit up a lot of people after this. Oh, for sure. <laughs> um, so I have the honor of asking the last question, and every single person we've spoken to has said the most important question. What is your favorite color? Mm, I should know this. It's a thinker. It's like it depends because I like if it's favorite color to wear, like I always just wear like all black, always. Mm-hmm. But like if it's if I had to like not think about what I'm wearing, mm-hmm. then I have to think about that. Yeah, that's tough because I want to say blue, but glory's gone. I think it's blue. I would say blue. Okay, I like uh, purple. Like- like purple's pretty good. Like growing up, I think it was red. I, I don't know. It's something about blue. Just feels like it could be chaotic, but also like melancholy and just mm-hmm. it's like elegant, you know. And like I don't know. Why is the ocean blue? But like mm-hmm. when you drink water, it's not. I just like thought about that. The I ocean guess, like, sky. Yeah, yeah, it's because it reflects the sky. Yeah. Duh, I feel I'm like my like, favorite blue is like, like the Christmas think, lights. Have you ever seen like a house and it's just all blue? And yeah. it's just, I feel like I'm like yeah. a fly or something. I'm just like need to like walk up there and just like stare at it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's because like I'm always like I live two miles from the beach and like I'm on a river. Like maybe that's why I like blue and like water. But yeah, I guess blue, like navy blue though, not like a bright blue, like a darker blue. Okay. So I'm gonna stick with purple. Right. You know what Jay? You know someone actually asked that question once. You know what Jay said? Like Jay's orange. a bass player, so like if that makes sense. He said brown <laughs> or yellow. He said something really weird. I remember I just I, turned my head and I was hey, like, Hey, you know. Right. Maybe That's it was fine. a different color. Maybe maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like he said brown. I'm almost positive. It could have been like something really out there like magenta, but I think it was brown. Mm-hmm. Actually, I'm, t- I'm changing mine. Maroon. Oh. All right. Maroon's pretty Maroon. nice. Maroon. <laughs> like the band? Not uh, Maroon 5. Maroon 5. But, yeah. 
So, um, as I said, that's all the questions we have today. Is there anything you'd like to plug? Uh, <laughs> Chili's, Mick Gold, Fisher Price. Fisher Price. Celsius, Celsius too. Celsius. Celsius. Yeah. A flux. Uh, Fight Claw. Fight Claw. Fight Claw. Right. Uh, Equal Vision. Equal Vision. Over at Music Video. Yeah. Um, Cam's uh, guitars in the background. Yeah, I just got a new one. I finally pulled the plug on the Gibson. Right. Shall I keep going? Armor for Sleep. Armor for Sleep. Um, who else? Uh, we're missing something. Ale House. Zinger Mountain Melt. Cheesecake Factory. Yeah. Everyone we've uh, spoken F- about. Fender Guitars. Everyone. Fender Guitars. Now Gibson Guitars. But mm-hmm. um, no, to be serious. <laughs> Wait a second. Um, we have a new song over it. It's out now. And it's on Spotify, Apple Music, the whole shebang. Um, we do have an EP that came out almost two years ago, which is or like a year and a half ago. Some other songs. So there's that. There's going to be a new song, too, coming out soon. Um, really soon. And it is, it is the heaviest song on the record. So I'm excited to get that one out there and shut up all my Fisher Price haters. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, so we have a new song coming out soon. And, you know, we'll be on tour with Armor for Sleep once this whole COVID stuff is aw- gone and everyone can enjoy shows safely again. And we'll have a new record coming out next year as well. So all right. a, lot of, a lot of exciting stuff, a lot of good music. Mm-hmm. Want to cry, we got songs for that. If you want to get hyped up, we got songs for that. If you want to like do CrossFit, we got songs for that. Sounds like a yes. car commercial now. <laughs> yeah, if you want, if you want to, it, well, if you need zero a finance car commercial, yeah, we got that too. If you want Low a beer chicken wings playlist song, we also have that. So like, if you want a song to play on your boat or in this case a yacht, we got that too. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, um, that's where we're gonna leave it. Uh, also, Mark McGrath is featured on the record too. So he was. He was. Not. We had to take him off for legal issues because we didn't have consent. Broken oh. Yeah. Yeah. He yelled at me. We'll, like, we'll get to that next time. Yeah, next time. Next time. Oh, wait. Shout out to Sugar Ray, Mark McGrath. Sugar Ray, Mark McGrath. Nick Wheeler, Mark Watchers for helping with the record. Uh, Rogue Planet Mastering. Um, damn, I'm just going on and on. Yeah. Never right. gets better. That's, that's on uh, and on it goes, Cam. That's, that's where we're going to end it. Thank you for sitting down with us, guys. This has been Never Loved and We're the Good Noise Podcast.